Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. The sun's been out, we were inside, even when that was happening, and then we decided, and then it started raining, and we decided to get our microphones back on, and headphones back out, and bring guests to you. Lou, what's the new format going to be? We're back with a new format. We're bringing guests, we're bringing friends, because the conversation between us dries up. (laughs) Indeed it does, indeed it does. We need some people to help this steer this ship along. Uh, But... Before we tell you more about what we have lined up, um, obviously we need you to get in touch and tell us how good and bad you think the shows are doing and also if you have any recommendations or reviews yourself. Um, our email address is hello at theculturalvacuums.com and of course we're on Instagram, theculturalvacuums and Twitter at culturalvacuums. And also there's a Spotify playlist called uh, Cultural Vac Tunes, which will have all the tunes, the bangers, the beats that we mentioned in the show updated every whenever this show launches but uh lou who is our guest this week this week uh, our first guest uh, ever is the wonderful alex haddo alex haddo yes very excited to have her along and um as a little bit of a fun game between you and i um we're obviously recording this before we've had our chat with alex um but i think we should do a little game okay uh not inspired by any other podcasts um but basically one where i think we should have a greg's involved so if and i think the way it should work greg's on the table Josh. greg's, greg's, on, greg's the on the table, table. pasties on the table right i would Clean say shirt, greg's on table the way it works i think we should guess um one thing one sort of title one sort of piece of art that she will mention at some point throughout this uh, interview. Uh, so what would you, off the top of your head, I, we don't re- I've never met Alex before, um, but what would you say first and from a first impressions, before you even speak to her, would you think is going to come out of her mouth? What do you think it's gonna, she's going to say? You see, I've known, I've known, I've known A-Train for ages, but I've not known her that well. Do you know what I mean? She's always been an acquaintance, but I do know... The very vivid image that I have of, of Alex was we were in Edinburgh once and I saw her walk in, we were watching a David O'Doherty, I was watching him, late night, um, mm. and Alex walked in with him. Really? Oh my god, To this massive theatre, and then she just sat in the front row, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, Al? Um, so do you think she's yeah, going to name drop? I found out she worked in, I, th- <laughs> I know that she works, She, or, you know, she does work in um, fashion and that sort of thing. I think she's going to mention the city of Paris at least once. Oh, okay, okay, I like that. that. Well, Paris is basically a, a piece of art anyway, isn't it? So, um, I, <laughs> I, mean, I was like, one art sort of piece that you... <laughs> to be honest, it depends where exactly you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> in, in say, not all of it is. Um... Okay, that's a nice one. Okay, okay, cool. I like that. I think uh, I've never met her, so I'm gonna say she's gonna use. She's gonna. Are you gonna be horrifically stereotypical about one of my friends? No, we'll have words on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I I think she looks like she could be an Arctic Monkeys fan. So at some point they might yep. pop up in conversation. Right. So if either of these come up, Paris or the Arctic Monkeys, uh, then we'll owe each other a Greg's. Um, and if neither come up, then. Um, we just carry on. It rolls over. Uh, right, but let's get to it. Rolls over to a, rolls over to a mega Greg. I was going to say, and then eventually it just becomes like McDonald's, and you know it keeps going up from there uh, to the point where we'll end end up buying each other like a five Michelin star cuisine meal just because we can never get this right. <laughs> All the fun and games to come. But let's get to it, everybody. This is the wonderful Alex Haddo on the Cultural Vacuums. Yeah. So, but the other good thing is as well is that it stops me from having to do like this really corny intro that I do uh, at the beginning. So you don't have to sit through and listen to that, Alex. We can, <laughs> we can literally just jump straight into the conversation. Oh, that's fine if you do want to do it. Uh, I don't mind at all. Oh no, it's awful. It's very Every, showbiz. It's uh, yeah. I feel like I should have like a glittery red jacket oh, and a kind you. of I'm like so, jazz I'm glad hands. I can breathe in this vacuum. Yeah, it's <laughs> No, we, instead we can just we can yes, just go straight as well as well as, as well as light passing Alex, through this vacuum. Noise also escapes from it eventually. I know it's incredible. It's the best of all the vacuums I've ever been. Do you still do you still see his jazz hands that he said he wouldn't do? Did you still notice that when he did that little <laughs> intro? It's not good. It's not good for the other. You, mate, hey, you can't stop I can't him. help it. I can't help. Mate. It made me feel, you know, it made me feel welcome and needed, <laughs> and that's what that's what I thrive on. So you're fine. Have you? Um, I know we're a little bit out of lockdown now, but I understand that you're you're that you're self isolating. Oh <laughs> yes. 
Um, yeah, I, uh, so I've had one vaccine. I've had Moderna Ooh. and uh, two, I know the new, the new one. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, my housemate uh, had what well, honestly what she thought was a cold at the, at the weekend, mm. like no fever, no cough, nothing, just like a bit sort of coldy. Mm. And uh, then for a laugh, for a laugh almost <laughs> on Tuesday, she was like, I better just take a COVID test just in case. And then she was like, and I sat there, right? And I had something really exciting to do on Tuesday night. Mm. Luckily for the rest of the time, I had to cancel a couple of gigs, but nothing major. But I was doing something really exciting on Tuesday night and it was about Tuesday, two o'clock. And she just looked at me, we we're in the living room. I was like, no, don't tell me, just don't tell oh, me. Oh no. Yeah, and then uh, so I'm, but it's not as bad as I thought. I'm here until I'm at home, obviously in a separate room. Bless her. I can't. You can't even look after someone either. I've had to like lock her in her room. Oh, my God, oh yeah. has, she, has she? Has she? Is she not? Has she taken a? I was going to say taken a turn, but that's not. That's not <laughs> yeah. the phrase I'm going for. Is she okay? Is what I mean. Like health. She was at first, but it's got worse. Oh, really? She's, yeah. So she's. I mean, she's not like on death's door or anything, but it's really oh, shit. Mm. Like she's just knackered, like sleeping all day. Oh. Um, so we're just in separate rooms. It's and uh, but I'm I'm here till Monday at midnight. So I might go for a midnight stroll on Monday if anyone fancies it. <laughs> how do you How do you feel? You feel okay? I'm fine and I'm negative. I've got the I'm negative. One of these guys <laughs> oh, every yeah. day. Oh, do you have to do every, do one every yeah. day while they while you are you? Well, it just I think it's. Um, I'm just doing it so that like if she desperately needs something yeah. from the shop or whatever, I can literally take one of those. I'm negative run in and out for 30 seconds, which I haven't done if the government is listening. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's handy to have just in case. Like, yeah, 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 I'm still negative, basically. And also, if I become positive, yeah. then I will have to keep in isolation. But hopefully the vaccine's kicking in and hopefully she's less and less yeah. contagious. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. How are you? I've, uh, oh, yeah, go on, Lee. I've been dangerously getting into the apps, um, the app for, um, is it called Get Here? um it's the oh cycle. the yeah it's like purple and gold in it the yeah 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 there's loads other other options are available um but yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's dangerous in a sense that you just want crisps you look over see a flat yeah mate. we had to yeah she she used one of them today and i had to go to the door and and get it and i just i've never used one before and i'm like oh no this is opening up a dangerous realization for yeah. me <laughs> i could yeah. never leave i could never leave yeah exactly alex how are you uh, how are you keeping yourself occupied then during uh during the self-isolation days oh i've i've gone from a mixture of like which is apt for this podcast kind of like cultural drowning i'm trying to like read everything <laughs> read everything watch everything like i kind of feel like oh my god i've got five days to, now to kind of you know catch up on everything and and immerse myself yeah. and yeah. uh obviously i've just been kind of watching tat uh that's good reading. that's what we know what we want the tat yeah. because before that's, we yeah. tried to go pretension and me yeah. me talking about art oh they're tough lessons those oh first 10 <laughs> yeah. trying to talk yeah. about a really artistic like documentary is one of the most i kept things. saying the word texture for films books <laughs> Te texture don't know what i meant don't still don't know yes. no idea hey it sounds cool and smart yeah Wonderful texture, <laughs> apocalypse now. Lovely texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. When I when I feel like with uh, if I had like five days, I would panic about what you know. You'd think, oh, okay, this is my chance to now just sit down and watch yeah. like the whole of I don't know Grey's Anatomy or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. You just end up spending five days looking through the lists yeah. on Netflix rather than actually watching yeah. anything. Oh, honestly, and honestly, I've been there, there being like, okay, time to write the next flea bag. Who do I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> What was your um during during the, the prior to this self isolation period during like lockdown? What was your kind of what was the first thing you kind of dipped into? Um, I for once, do you know what? Like because I'm gigging a lot in the evening usually. I, I was always behind on TV mm. all the time, and it was nice to be in the zeitgeist with everything with the things that everyone was talking yeah. about. Like I was a full on cliche. Like I watched Normal People with everybody. Oh, yeah. I watched I May Destroy You, I watched I Hate Susie, and I watched Quiz, you know, the one that was like oh right at the start God, of it. Oh my God, that was so sick, the one about the yeah. the, the guy. Yeah, it was amazing, oh, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Um, who is it? Was it Mike, Michael Martin Sheen who played, Michael Sheen who played uh, Chris Tarrant? Yeah. Like, unrecognisable. He's, oh, Des. He's Des. a chameleon. No, that's David Tennant. What's that Quiz? Was, that was, Quiz was 
quiz was about the coughing major in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Did you watch that? It was only like oh, three parts. Did not. I heard, saw it. Yeah, yeah. Charles Ingram, are you ready to play? This is the show we're going to pitch. The classic TV game show. We have a top prize of one million pounds. It's multiple choice, which has never been done before. We got nine million viewers. In the hot seat, Diana Ingram. You must go onto the show. It's my turn. Who have you brought? My wife. You better. She's should play before. Oh. You know, when, when I'm at home, I guess wrong 80% of the time. <laughs> Okay, something's weird. My strategy has worked so far. He's a real dodgy one. Normal people don't play like this. Charles, for one million. Guilty! I'm calling the police. We're placing you both under arrest. Charles Ingram is completely innocent. Ladies and gentlemen, Charles Ingram! <coughs> so it was just nice to be in the zeitgeist. And then obviously what I actually did, apart from that, was just re-watch Peep Show. Peep Show, yeah. <laughs> Back to front. Any favourite episode? Yeah. Uh, my favourite episode of Peep Show. My favourite one is, I've got kind of two really, because one of them is my favourite because it's, it's set in Kettering and I'm from Corby, which is the town next door yeah. when they go to the JLB conference. Oh. <laughs> um, and he's and he's fucked up and he hasn't done the presentation. Yeah. Uh, so that's just from a sort of, oh, that's near where I'm from point of view. But uh, I do really enjoy um, Super Hans' snack. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where he's like, he's not drinking, he's not drinking. Yeah, he's sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in a juice bar, yeah. <laughs> and then by the end, and then it just flashes forward after he has like one pint and he's just like, I heard the strokes before you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think one of my favourite jokes of all time is this, that, you know, it's like the Christmas episode with the turkey. They're like, it's just, it was just a Christmas joke, Jeremy. It's just a Christmas joke, Mark. And he's just like, um, where is it? Where he's, he, Jeremy's like, oh, I completely forgot the, uh, forgot to put the turkey on or something like that. Oh yeah, and he goes, and he goes oh, mad at him, it. and then he's like, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Christmas joke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't watch the one with um, the dog, the dead dog. That's I, my favorite, too... and I wasn't going to say for that oh. reason, but because of. It, it's a hard it thing makes to me make so funny. tense. <laughs> it makes me. Oh no, I don't like dogs. It's not that. It's just. Um... Oh, you don't. But you don't like dogs. I well, I don't not like dogs. I just feel like everybody bums them too much yeah. now. It's gone Thank too far. Thank you. Thank right. you. I, 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 all right, fine. I'll... Like I don't hate dogs. I just they're all Let... right. It's mostly people that think dogs are people that I don't like. <laughs> it's the idea that your life revolt. Like my brother was supposed to come down. He's like, oh, I can't get a dog sitter. I'm like, it's a dog. Like. It's a dog. Yeah, it's a. Do you know what I mean? In a kennel. I mean, the he's got three mates that live nearby that would love to take care of the dog for a weekend. Do you know what I mean? It's just. Oh, well, man. speaking of which, so he, Josh has got a recent new. Oh, we've got I a have, mascot. I, ha I have a dog. <laughs> we've got a mascot. That's fine. But it is. But literally everything you guys have said is very true. Like they are. Yeah, it, Josh, you used to it, be a laugh. You're it, a boring cunt. Yeah, 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 you are exactly. so boring. I can't do anything. He lives, Alex. He lives in a building dedicated to people that need dogs in london like uh, what am, what am no. i trying to say pet friendly it's a pet friendly that's yeah, a weird way it's, it's a pet friendly yeah. building it's a building that allows animals oh okay it. pet friendly isn't too yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The, the dog is dictating your decisions oh my god you need to totally. you know part of the reason why is like if you weren't self-isolating and and we were doing this in person i would probably be the one who was like oh no guys i actually gonna have to do this on zoom because the dog is here and my girlfriend's gone out so someone needs to watch the little bastard Watch him do what though? Is it <laughs> That's the thing. Right, if I if I turn the camera down right now, you would literally just see me, and this is me guarding my dog. Right, he is asleep, and yet for some reason that needs to be monitored twenty four. The thing about your dog, Josh, not to criticise, but it's really small, so it's hard for me to take it seriously as a dog. It's very cute. Though. It's very <laughs> cute. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, but this is what I'm saying about you. Just you know, you start. Um, what's I that want word? a dog that can knock me over. You know. <laughs> You want a dog that you can fight, Luke. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah wrestle. Yeah, wrestle, wrestle. I, I yeah, you want a wrestler. Yeah, I want a wrestler. You want a brother. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I <laughs> yeah, you want a better brother than the one you've already had. You yeah, my brother always took it too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So since uh, things have opened up again and you've been back on the circuit, Alex, um, have yeah. you been able to like go, I mean, I know like not everything is like fully opened up yet, but like. 
yeah yeah have you been able to kind of do you feel more cultured since things have opened up again like back at it I, d- I mean if you count comedy as culture yes I'm saturated <laughs> but like but um I've, I've not missed it myself <laughs> <laughs> oh I d- I did and then I sort of went too hard when I got you know like when I returned to it and sort of um hammered it yeah. And uh, purely because I had sort of a big gig to rehearse for, like a, a, only a couple of weeks out of lockdown. Mm. And then I had to do my old material. And I'm so sick of myself. Yeah. Um, and now now that it's been, now that I've got to be, now that I've got to not gig for a week, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, it's a week, yeah. I'll be fine. Um, Were you doing Zoom? But no, I went. Oh, oh I, I did do a lot of Zoom gigs in lockdown, yeah, which I really, really didn't think would work. But I only ever did. Um, ones for like Dulwich Hamlet that I do gigs for, which were quite well produced and had like an unmuted audience and stuff, uh, which was actually all right. But then I did a couple of corporate ones where it was like a dystopian hellscape. Mm. Like it was absolutely horrific. Um, But aside from that, I went to the cinema to see The Sound of Metal. I felt cultured. Oh yeah. Yes, great film. Um, I enjoyed that, that was good. I feel like that's pretty much the only cultural thing, apart from like going out for dinner and stuff. Like um, I haven't done much cultural stuff yet. Like I've got a couple of vouchers for the theater and stuff, which I should actually, now that I've realized that we should actually, I should actually book something. Am I right in thinking that you work in fashion? Um, I work, I used to work for a lot of, for your day, for your day world. job, yeah. In the old world, yeah. I used to do a lot of cover um, at fashion magazines and like women's magazines and stuff uh, as a picture editor. Right. And then, yeah. not nobody's been on holiday uh, recently. <laughs> so free, that that sort of work has kind of um, gone down the pan. But I just love, I just love fashion yeah. generally. Um, so yeah, I still keep up to date with that. I'm not as uh, I've. I've become a, a better fashion person actually in uh, in lockdown because I I don't buy new stuff anymore. So I'm one of those pricks. Oh, is that a thing? Um, like, what? Yeah, sh- I... shunning of new. Yeah, just um, I mean, the very odd thing that you really want, obviously, but just like not buying stuff all the time yeah. for the sake of it. But I just buy stuff off Depop now, but it's so good. Oh, I've... yeah, I've bought, I've bought a few things off Depop. Yeah. yeah, so I just I shop on there now, so I can be like, oh, I'm uh, materialistic and uh, and an angel. <laughs> oh, I, so I was wondering about the sort of the fashion world because again, again were you with culture and stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking out. I need some. Um, but like, I was watching. Um, I was watching Glow. Like, is oh. no, is it Glow? Glow up. Oh my god, my oh, my yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite show. On you, my guys... favorite show is Glow Up. Is that the one with Stacey Dude? Yes. Yeah, it used so to be Stace. It. Now um, it's Maya Jama. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ah, uh, yeah, okay. I've seen. I've only seen a bit of that. The one where it's like makeup artists. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But uh, so there's different, obviously. So they have different weeks. A bit like Bake Off, I guess. It's like yeah, Cake Off. But they pretty much just like um, there's a bit at the end where they always have like a really famous photographer, and it's this one guy whose name made me laugh. His name's like Rankin or something like that, and they. Yeah, Rankin. He's a mass. He's a really famous photographer. Yeah, and they proper like freak out when they see him, and he like does. All- but then they started listing all these like magazines that he like really famous publications that I like never heard of before. Yeah, Days and Confused yeah, yeah, and ID. Like Vogue. Vogue. Yeah. Um... yeah, there we go. He's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vogue. And like I take I, a I, break. Take yeah. a break. Is that Max one? It. Ma- yeah. If you, I mean, if you look. Like you can't really see, but there's all there's all my old magazine. Like I never throw away Vogue's. That I've got some on this on the. They're ever, it's like it's my life. Do you mess. think that? that no, I think that's really a nice thing because you can keep them and pull them out. But do, I was going to ask, do, is it going to die? You know, like that side, like the actual magazine element. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I think I think things like Vogue will carry on because it is properly like the kind of it'll be a flagship. Yeah. Yeah, like magazine, you know, fashion magazine that's international. Um, and I always still buy the print. I used to buy like everything every single month, and I've had to cut down a bit because I just had like boxes and shelves of like every Vogue and every yeah. L and every Harper's Bazaar and everything. Um, and you do eventually have to be like, I can't, I can't keep all of these all the time. But to me, I'm like, this is four quid for like essentially a photography book and amazing journalism and articles and stuff every month yeah. like everyone's like oh i can't believe you pay four quid i'm like it's four quid yeah. you get like, <laughs> like it's like two-thirds of a pint yeah, you know yeah. I mean? how <laughs> long would it take you to go through one like cover to cover you cover you know everything that you want how if you were literally doing it like uh 
you know in one sitting not that long like right. two or three two hours if that's that wor- well it's still worth it for four quid four quid outside, yeah. outside yeah i was gonna say that it makes sense because i think one time i had to for work I had well to you just click- bought a dog for an awful lot of money so <laughs> four quid's fine irrelevant. oh no how much was the irrelevant. dog it, i mean it, that it, could be the game it, that it, could be the game that we could do at the end no 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 i don't think we will play that game uh, okay we'll move on <laughs> we can we can play because you don't want to ever think about that uh, uh, definitely not that is like one of those you know it's just like the money is never going to be coming back apart from in love um but yeah yeah and to, shit. yeah and shit i probably picked up about that amount of crap anyway but yeah i had to clear a picture for work from i think is it paper magazine i think it was paper magazine oh very high and end. Yeah. it was, Tell me, what, it was paper the, to the layman yeah what, what is yeah what is paper 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 is the one that you've you've probably seen the cover of kim kardashian a few years ago where the champagne was going going up and over her head and it said kim kardashian break the internet that was the one that was the exact photo that i tried to clear oh there you go what yeah so you needed that for work yeah yeah yeah. i needed that for work for working purposes honestly and uh it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah someone actually asked me to clear that photo um and i think they said or guess have a guess at how much that one photo would have cost to what was it for it was for a tv show for for a live tv show Oh wait, I'm a picture. Britain's so greatest probably, bridges, um... Channel Five. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know like TV show rates, but I would imagine a couple of grand. Yeah, it was it was seven and a half grand for that photo. <gasps> wow. To use it for, I think I think I think it was only for like I can't how much was it for like ten years. There, so every time you clear a picture, obviously you have to have like a a time frame on how for how long. Yeah, you yeah. So so that photo done by what were they called? Paper, Paper magazine. magazine. Would they commissioned an artist or a photographer, right? Or would they be in house? Like no, they'll probably commission a photographer, and then the and then you then the, the photographer will probably after a certain time syndicate something like Trunk Archive right. or Getty Images or yeah. Magnum Photos or whatever, and then you buy it from them, and then the photographer gets some of the money, and the agency gets a bit of the money as well. Yeah. Oh my god, Alex, you and I had like very similar jobs. I feel like very similar. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, lovely to talk business with you. Um, yeah with... <laughs> call me after this I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like with so like obviously fashion is a big favorite of yours do you therefore uh prefer like do you like those films about that are set in the fashion world like obviously the the main the main one that we all know is devil wears prada great um, yeah there was that Kristen Stewart I... film as well which i can't remember about Kristen stewart That's... which one is she oh she's in the new one she plays um old personal shopper Yes, personal <laughs> shop. No, is it? I swear there was one called personal shop. It was, yeah, and she just does that shit throughout the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's playing somebody in a new film, but I can't... oh, she's playing Princess Diana. Totally different really? thing. Is she? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh my god. Wait, is that the yeah. new series of? No, that's not. Is that the new series of the Crown, or is that just like? No, it's um, it's a what? It's a one-off film, I think. Oh. About Diana, because there hasn't been enough about Diana. <laughs> no, there has not. God, we are, yeah. we are severely lacking in Diana. Yeah. The nation's sweetheart. Yeah, God. <laughs> Just leave her alone. Yeah. Um, no, I do. I did. I did like Devil Wears Prada. I liked it more in retrospect than I did at the time. I was a bit like, this is a bit shy. And then kind of with nostalgia, obviously, mm. you kind of look back and you're like, oh, no, this is this is cool. kind of yeah. thing. And I loved like Factory Girl with oh, Sienna, uh, Miller. Sienna Miller playing Edie Sedgwick in the like with Andy Warhol and stuff like that. That's her. <laughs> Old money very old. That's Edie Sedgwick. Hi. In a time of transformation. No one is doing anything like you right now, and that is a sign of brilliance, don't you think? Well, you're the boss, Alpha Sauce. She would become his greatest work of art. Oh, I would sure love to work with her. I've never seen a girl with so many problems. I'm just gonna quit painting and make Edie a big star. I'm going to be late. Finally, the party doesn't start until I arrive. Yeah, I love films with great fashion in. Films about fashion aren't always as interesting as you think they're going to be. Yeah. I think HBR are really good for that. The Deuce, if you love the 70s, things like it. It's James Franco. Yeah, that's the stuff I need to... Incredible. Yeah, I do get really... After I watch something like that, I properly like fad on it. Yeah. Like, after I watched The Boat That Rocked, do you know that film about the pirate radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or it's set in the 60s. And honestly, after that, I was like, that's how I'm going to dress for the next year. <laughs> yeah, I had that with the, with the music. It was just like, I'd never sort of listened to the kinks in as much depth as in like that song. And then, I, yeah, the same. Like, yeah, all I listened to was like the kinks. It was mad. 
yeah same that's exactly what happened after that like yeah especially with music as well what would you say is the most because I was I was watching what was it is a very I've always heard it like referred to as a very wiggy film um but I think it was American Hustle did you ever watch that where yes I have seen that that was incredible style wise as well yeah with Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams and And, um, Christian Bale but he's like fat in it yeah mad and like disgusting yes like really so i was watching the opening credit or the opening sort of five minutes is describing it sort of the shot is like his belly and then it kind of comes up and it's amy adams like describing him his features and she talks about his haircut and i was watching it and i was thinking oh my god like that is exactly the same haircut as i have and this is being just sort of described (laughs) and he has a very similar looking belly and i just thought fucking hell this is no, no, you you look much nicer. <laughs> but what I did mean to say is, out of is there any film in particular or TV show that you would say has like proper pinpoint, like in in like the best looking costumes, most you know incredible looking wardrobe of all the different. Oh my things. god, there's been a. I mean, people went mad. I'm not so much into this as other people, but people went mad for like even Bridgerton and oh, yeah. stuff recently, yeah. Yeah, like the, the Crown when it hits the 80s, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But um, I'm trying to think. I mean. But I couldn't wait to watch The Great Gatsby purely for oh, yeah. the fashion. Like, because it's so decadent and so insane. And I hope that we get the Roaring Twenties round two after this pandemic is fully <laughs> fucked. Um, I want to be in some kind of drug fueled madness in like a giant mansion. Studio 69? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. I want everything um, just to sort of. Uh, recoup from the last year i mean i'm scared of drugs sure but i'll do it for the i'll do them for the roaring 20s i want a coop and everything yeah just like all the flapper dresses and all that at like that was amazing i mean i was so excited for that film that i felt like a kid in a sweet shop yeah. that i went and i actually think i fell asleep in the final five minutes because <laughs> like the actual film was the actual story of the great gatsby is all right yeah. But really, it's just about, even in the book, you're reading it for the sort of descriptions of, like, how everybody looks yeah. and the yeah. society and everything. Flamboyance not... of it all. Yeah, you don't actually like anybody in it. They're all twice. <laughs> <laughs> They're all horribly self-centred pricks. <laughs> Nick, look around you. Rich girls don't marry poor boys. Ugh. She's mine. Your face is familiar. Weren't you in the third division during the war? Oh, yes, the 9th Battalion. I was in the 7th. Excuse me. I knew you looked familiar, having a good time, old sport. Oh, the whole thing's incredible. I live just next door. Uh, he sent me an actual invitation. Seems I'm the only one. I still haven't met Mr. Gatsby. No one's met him. They say he's third cousin to the Kaiser and second cousin to the devil. I'm afraid I haven't been a very good host, old sport. You see... I'm Gatsby. I had one. I had a. I had a, an old friend of mine whose favourite films were The Great Gatsby and I think The Wolf of Wall Street. And I think that sort of tells a lot about the person when they're. When yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. Like I love The Wolf of Wall Street, but but again, don't like anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult. But amazing to watch and be like, I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you sort of realise actually. It's just like, yeah, you know what? Like, drugs probably are bad, and they will. They will <laughs> really fucked up lives. Yeah, it's one to watch sort of cozied up with like a digestive biscuit and a brew Mm. and just be like, oh, I'm so happy to be sober right now. (laughs) Um, When you were were growing up, what was the uh, what was your favourite thing, kind of your your favourite cultural thing to, to enjoy? You ask such I've, massive questions, know, Josh. We've got to calm these down. Tone it. I was born. No. Um, Upon I, birth, I, I enjoyed. Yeah. Basically, what? I, I was never into boy bands or anything like that. Like, all my friends were into Take That and Boy Zone and everything. And I remember the Spice Girls were the fa- first thing that I ever, you know, was became obsessed with and got the annuals. Do you remember annuals for oh stuff? Oh, my God, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then I sort of, like, met boys and they introduced me to, like, Britpop and indie and Oasis and that music which I've just I've essentially you know when they say like somebody become the age at which someone becomes famous um is the age they're kind of mentally at forever I feel like that's me with losing my virginity because like I just still listen to that music as if, it's <laughs> nice, as if it's like 1997 and Tony Blair's just come into power like. <laughs> Britpop forever yeah so I sort of need to even today I was like I just need somebody to like 
tell me what to listen to every week so that I don't listen to the same yeah. three yes. playlists like mm. all the time. Oh my God. It's so bad. This is okay. exactly why we did this show. Yeah, I get caught yeah. in the same cycles. Yeah. Yes, I need someone to kind of update me musically. Like I listen to Lauren Laverne in the morning, but I just listen to it because it's like a cool show. Yes. And it's great and I like her. And yes. then I immediately at 10.30, once Marianne Hobbs gets on and starts being like, today we've got three gremlins in a pond <laughs> and we're going to listen to what they've got to say. Uh, like as soon as she comes on, she is lovely, but I just switch over to Absolute Radio 90s for the rest of the day. And I'm like, Alex... <laughs> Listen to something new, like challenge yourself a bit, for God's sake. What yeah. was the, what was the most recent sort of like new band or single or whatever that you've kind of taken? Oh, honestly, I got I got ripped for this on another comedian's radio show because one of the last questions was you, uh, you know, what's an artist we sh- should all look out for. And I was like, oh, Celeste, she's amazing. Yeah. Right? And she's <laughs> she's got some like bangers. She's kind of like this. Oh, if no one's heard, if you don't know who she is, she kind of is really sort of old. It's like listening to some, some old school kind of jazz, yeah. soul kind yeah. of poppy. She's got an amazing voice. She's like 20 years old. She's great. Anyway, and then he was like, Celeste. And I was like, yeah, I saw her on the Graham Norton show. <laughs> and he was like, that's not exactly like underground. Oh my God. It's not is niche, it? is it though? Oh. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really bad at like finding new music. I used to be way more open. But even, you know, you haven't been out for like in a, club yeah. for 15 months yeah. so you don't kind of say like i mean i just can't wait for wap to come on in a club i just <laughs> oh, i know i feel like everybody the scenes that is gonna create it was so unfair that because i did wap come out around did it come out during lockdown or was it did it come out i feel like it came out just before like just lockdown. before just when... i don't think it's been in a club oh. put it that way i think it was like after the clubs had shut so i think it was honestly like beginning of april so like two weeks after oh man yeah like that just feels like it's just that's just unfair it's a bit like how everyone yeah. was waiting for like a quiet place too to come out but like yeah to sort of see yeah. it with people rather than just sort yeah of like, yeah because you know after you've i just i just yeah i just can't wait for wap to come on in a club and for me to look around at everyone and be deeply ashamed to be white <laughs> <laughs> seven days a week Wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. I just can't wait for white people to, you know, absolutely just be an embarrassment yep. to our race. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I mean, I've, I, yeah. I, I have struggled as well with, um, with any new music. I've actually been having it this week where I kind of have these like, you know, I have these like this like one day where I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to just whack on like Spotify and just only listen to the new artist playlist, stuff like that. Yeah. By and large, by the like sort of fifth song, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck have I just listened It's to? the same. Like, put it back on common then, people. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that I find often frustrating is it's so my my choices are so eclectic and I, I'll often just be watching something and go oh I like that Shazam I'll listen to that that'll go on a playlist but I'll just do to death so for an That's example Luther Vandross never too much Lovely. that's the first thing oh. Oh, yeah. and then it moved to Papa Papa Ute um, a French rapper Stromet, I can't remember his name. I, I I don't know that for any other reason than I was pissed. I heard it Shazam the next day. That's not. I should get Shazam. That is that a isn't good idea. That, that isn't me working hard to try and find something obscure. And then the next thing was Everybody Mad by OT Genesis. And if you don't know OT Genesis, you'll know this song. Hold on. I've been getting to the money. Everybody mad. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody mad. Same old nigga from the block. Same old nigga with the pot. Yeah, even that, I'm like, oh, it's so cool. I just don't have any. Well, what, 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 would, so your, what, would, your, what would yours be? Because I get, whenever I play Oasis, I get made fun of. Where, where Whatever song, and that's what I would listen to all day. Yeah, uh, I I think though people just love to hate on Oasis. I know. Um, I've got on my like, well, I did one called Indie Amnesty, which is a night I will hopefully put on at some point. It was due to be on April the eleventh last year. What 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 was that? In- this was so I so 
I used to go to indie discos all the time. I went to uni in Leeds and I like grew up in the Midlands in like a shit town where the only decent night out was uh, like an indie night yeah, every week. Yeah. And then I was like, London doesn't have this. And if they do, it's probably like a massive thing where you have to like, you know, probably 20 quid a ticket and all that. Can't bring your so drugs just... in. They'll check your bags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that. So I tweeted last year in like February time. And I just said, if I put on an indie disco myself, five are in cheap drinks who would be up for it and like let's and um you know who wants who would who would go mm. and loads of people responded and I was like fuck it I'll just I'll just do it so I uh I hired that Bethnal Green working men's club they were like yeah great it's gonna happen on April the 11th last year it sold out wow. five or a ticket like 300 uh yeah like 300 tickets oh. getting my friends to DJ like all um you know all that music from that era yeah, yeah and um and then obviously it's it never happened and then it, it is going to happen but we're just trying to get like a oh but um so, trying to get a new date yeah. but do you want to hear that this is this is the um this isn't me showing off this is just to like give you oh, a sense show of off. where i Go am on, culturally show off. no i'm not this, this is like come on this is my this is my event description for it that i that i put on twitter just because i was like it is gonna happen it's gonna yeah. happen and then i got a a job like writing the adverts for Bumble off the back. Really? Of it. <laughs> yeah, because this woman was like, "Oh, I really like it." No so it's only it's only like two sentences. Right. So I'm not gonna like take over your podcast. This is this is my night that I literally cannot wait for it to happen because it was gonna. I mean, please come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just said, pretend it's anywhere between 1990 and 2010 for one night only with cheap entry, rip pop and indie DJs and drunken snogging in a basement bar. <laughs> Forget the state of our nation in the year of our Lord 2020. Labour is still in power and groups of working class northern kids are still making music that rattles your bones from the inside out. And then did a massive <laughs> list of like Stone Roses, Pigeon Detectives, Oasis, Suede, Blur, Pulp, yeah. Arctic Monkeys, yeah, Libertine, yeah, Chef yeah. Seven, Kanicki, blah, 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 blah. You name them, we'll play them. Shrink your jeans and get in the time machine. Oh. And I just want that to be my life again. Oh, the skinny <laughs> well jeans. Done. Finishing it off with that is a piece of, oh, piece of brilliant. Do you remember, like, everybody just was absolutely hoovered into these jeans oh, yeah, for, like, And, like, when, when did it end as well? Because, like, I feel like I, I still haven't really got out of the whole, like, skinny well, things jeans Things got thing, baggier. You know? Things got baggier in the early noughties. Yeah, I just, I never got out of the skinny jeans phase, I don't think, really. Like, I own one pair of, like, mom jeans, as they're called. Yeah. But um... I spent so long trying to just get into a pair of fucking skinny jeans that when everyone, <laughs> I watched something about a year ago saying skinny jeans aren't cool, and I was like, damn it, I will not, <laughs> I, I need these fucking things to stay. No, that's just... That's just the fashion industry trying to make people buy new shit. Like every year, the fashion industry goes, flares are back. And everyone's like, nah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, you went so, you, Sorry, Josh went to uni in Liverpool. And then oh, so yeah. Liverpool's got um, like a big music. Anyway, I was watching, I'm, well, I'm, I watched a documentary called um, Liverpool. Um, what was it called? Narcos. Narcos Liverpool. Oh, yeah. And it's not like what you would expect. So, like a. You know the laddie narcos netflix show when people are shooting and all that kind of stuff the Colombian yeah. Um, one. but yeah but the <laughs> again josh's family um <laughs> but the thing is it was um the they are the archive that was in it was exactly everything that they were wearing and basically half the documentary was explaining the culture around um ecstasy in liverpool in in the 80s so they're wearing oh, like really? everyone's wearing yeah. sambas you can't get caught in the club wearing that because you'll get turfed out they won't let you in everyone goes on the rob so they can buy these you know fresh flared jeans and get the perm done and it was just really it was so um i don't know what's that on i wonder what I'd it was that. just on sky sky oh, on, yeah now tv now yeah and they decided Sky. to call it the same as the massive Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but what, but what yeah. they did, it, it's it's three parts. The first part is about um, an individual that was bringing in weed. And then episode two is ecstasy and episode three is heroin. Or oh, in shit. that order. Of, yeah, some, yeah. Around that. Of, I think Very much the difficult third album. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, second, yeah, yeah. the second one about ecstasy, was it goes really into the fashion element of it. And yeah. there was another one about football hooligans that does the exact same thing with Owen. Um, but again, that was... Michael. Yeah, Owen Michael. No, it might not Michael Owen. <laughs> Michael Owen. Mike, can you imagine Michael Owen fronting a drug show? He's the Welsh man that did the thing. <laughs> just standing there, just being like in his. Well, Michael Owen's only watched eight films, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it, and uh... and he's been a naughty boy this week. So why? What's he done? What's happened? 
Have you not seen? No. He's been he's been caught uh, asking a model for nudes. Oh, really? Oh, Michael! Yeah. You. I mean, if you're gonna get caught, do something a bit more novel. Johnny Owen. That's the name of the director. But... Oh yeah, he goes out with um, Vicky McClure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in uh, thingy Kate from uh, from. Yeah, Kate Fleming. Kate Fleming yeah. from Line of Duty. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. Do you know what I mean? Be nice to everyone. That's my rule. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, well, no, what were we talking about? Oh, what, Michael Owen asking for nudes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Is, oh, so obviously we're recording this while the uh, Euros is still going on, Euro 2020, 2021. Um, and, yeah. Go on, I was just going to say, but yeah, Michael Owen, I mean, he's got to get back in there just, just so, you know, it's, it's prime that a, a football player... He's got to stay relevant. I was, you know. I was um, yesterday I was recording a, a, a podcast for a, a football it's a sports brewery but i'm the comedian quote-unquote on the podcast that there was a uh the lady that was with uh, with me uh as the other uh guest yeah um she works for a particular football company's tv show internal tv show and then she was telling me she was telling me about how every single player will be dming her after like johnny go for dinner like and she like yeah Awful. Really? Yeah. Awful. Can we can we play guess the team? No, because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. 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 But, but I mean... uh, yeah. Uh, but sometimes they do. But then she was like the difficulty in having to deal with that, you know, from her perspective. Um, as a, she's got to work with them, but you know, yeah, diffuse, yeah, yeah. The, diffuse the situation, but not. I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, well, it's fucking horrible. It I've, just makes it so difficult sometimes to cheer for certain people and teams and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if any footballers are listening to this, I would love to be taken <laughs> to Azizis or just like, you know, just a spaghetti house. Be great. Where would you go to chain meal be? Or if someone did take you on a date and they took you to a chain, would you be like, oh my God, no, chain? I don't, I'm, do you know what? I sort of hate myself for like, if they were, if it was like a really shit one, I don't know if I really are liked you wanna, them. Are you like the shitter the better? <laughs> like, Yeah, I feel like either go fully low end or make an effort. Right. So like, I feel like if you went to Azizi's, it's like neither, neither here nor there, is it? <laughs> yeah. I quite like Azizi's. I don't think I'd ever been to Azizi's before until I, I, I started going out with my girlfriend who loved them. Oh yeah, they're Maybe. nice. But as in like, it's not a first date place, no. is it? I've never been. I, don't, I haven't been for years, but, I have, but it is nice. It's just more like... Um, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a twat. What do they do? <laughs> what work food? Is it like a kind of, a, it's like Italian-y sort of food. Yeah. It's very yeah. similar to Prezzo as well, which is also kind of, yeah. I mean, I feel like Prezzo. Prezzo is better, I think. Yeah, I do. I feel like Prezzo is kind yeah. of one, cl- it's like one notch. If you would sort of say that, and this might not, you may not agree with this, but like Pizza Express is like top. Then you've I got kind Pizza of Express. Prezzo and yeah. then it's easy underneath that. I feel like Pizza Express are really good, but they've cheapened themselves over the years because yes. they had so many deals yeah. for so many yeah. years. Then now if you pay full price on a feature express, you feel like calling the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like those Romana bases that they try and sell you because they're bigger, but they are literally like, you know, like a way. Yeah, like you pick it up and it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pizza is culture. Culture is, is football. Yes, there you exactly. go. Back to the football. See, I did the their football. job. You're welcome, <laughs> Alex. Uh, you, so, oh, um, I was going to say. So, you do a lot of work with Dulwich Hamlet, right? And yeah, they've yeah. just announced that Crouchy, Peter Crouch, is their di- is their director, right? And mate, oh, I mean, I think he's going to be too busy. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was supposed to be. Br- I was supposed to be bringing him onto the stage on Tuesday. Oh, oh no! And four out, and four hours before it, I was told I had to. Oh isolate. my god! And I was supposed to be being interviewed for the Discovery Channel worldwide documentary that they're doing about Peter Crouch being. Oh my god! (laughs) I can't talk about it yet. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that absolutely sucks. Have you spoken to him at all? In in, in, no, no. So I was going to meet him and everything, and I was so excited. Oh my god! But surely he'll be. So you run uh, the comedy club at at Dulwich Hamlet, right? But surely he'll be attending a few of those. You'd imagine. We hope so. We hope so. In the future, I he he'll... could do a job. He could probably do a tight five. Oh my god! Yeah. He's... Well, that's what we were trying to persuade. We're going to try and persuade him to do. But um, <laughs> that'd be so. Who good. knows? He's just—he's um, so likable and nice, yeah. amiable guy. And 
Yeah, exactly. And, uh, have you watched and, any of the Euro, the, the Crouchy, like, after show that he's been doing, Maya Jammer? Like? Yeah, yeah, I watched last night's, actually. I quite like it, but I feel like what they're trying to do is replicate that kind of 90s, early noughties chaos yes. that you had on, like, The Word and, and TFI Friday and stuff like that. But, like, I... Oh, yeah, TFI Friday, yeah. Um, I think, like, make them pick. Give them a fucking drink. Like, make it a bit more chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know, like, make them relax a bit. Yeah, yeah, like, they're doing it off raw energy. Come on, it's 11 I, o'clock. I used to watch. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember, like, watching... I mean, I was, like, young when TFI Friday. And it, it, I, that's the thing. I did exactly the same thing because I instantly go to TGI Friday, but it's not. It is TFI Friday. But, like, yeah. I um, But I was watching a clip the other day of, like, Badil and Skinner on there, and they were just singing, like, yes. we're on the ball. And, like, everyone in the audience, and, they, like, bear in mind, like, that would have been at, shown at, like, 4, 5 p.m., not even, yeah. like, that late. They are shit-faced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And every single one of them has got, like, you're, every per- person, like, man, woman, and probably child that's in there, they've all got two pints, yeah. all have two pints in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make that, yeah, that's what I want to tune into at quarter to 11 after binging on the Euros. I honestly want to go, I want to tune in and I want to see Crouch essentially herding a group of drunk celebrities <laughs> into weird games while they're shit. David fast. Seaman's on his ass, pissed, he's a big yeah. drinker. Yeah, exactly. Wiley comes on, I don't know. Probably yeah. not him anymore, he said terrible stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, like get, you know, get Stormzy on it. Get, well, actually yeah. don't because Maya Jammer's the presenter oh, and that's a Rex. Definitely but, um, get him on it. Yeah, yeah. Chris O'Dowd, he's always pissed on live yeah. shows. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this one, the best sort of drunk. Get David Mitchell in, famously hates football, but why not book the guy? Oh, exactly. Give him 10 pints, then put him on a football show and see what happens. (laughs) But the thing is, that's back when the team was sponsored by McDonald's. You know what I mean? (laughs) The actual team was sponsored by McDonald's. So, you know, they'd be having a match. They got beat by Croatia 3-0. Then they're walking out with McDonald's bags and shirts and stuff. And it was... It's mad when you think about that, isn't it? And But I think now there's such a wellness thing. There's no way they'll let him get him all pissed. Maybe they would do on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they do on Graham Norton. They still get pretty do pissed. They? That's why everyone loves it. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so good. But you get so many people. That's why it's so relaxed. Like, so many people come on with like, um, especially it's like, like sort of famous actors and stuff. They're all on like diets and they're always like in the middle of like, they're doing like publicity, like in the middle of like doing yeah. a lot, or they'll be like training. So they'll be like, oh no, I can't touch anything other than water. And you're like, come on. Yeah. If I can sink a pint down. Yeah. And then they've got the flavour. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't stop. I would love to do that. I'd love to work on a TV show where everyone was just completely rat ass. Like, like Channel 5's World's Greatest Bridges. I've been keeping I've, I've, I've kept. Not stopped it. I've persisted pitching this idea, but like the industry, <laughs> widely ignored for it. <laughs> what's the pl- What's the pitch, Lou? Me pissed with friends, cameras. Get it going. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. it get it done. Where's camera yeah. three? I always say, like, bring back the word. I'll present it. I'll get drunk every week. Get another presenter on with me. Call it the buzz. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I do. Liam Gallagher. Liam Gallagher's the house band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no instruments. Just him shouting in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. My brothers, oh god, that band! I was watching the Noel Gallagher documentary. Have you seen the trailers for that? No. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's come. Amazon Prime got it with him. Oh, fair. It looks. Oh, it can't be. I hate seeing them not together, and <laughs> so. I... Do you know? I work in my mate's pub like once a week, and it's in Highgate, and it's full of like extremely rich artistic people essentially it's like the posh part of london but instead of them all being bankers they're all they all made it in like fun stuff yeah um and it's this tiny little pub and um liam gallagher used to come in all the time and i was only in there once when he was in there it was like before i worked there and then he's moved kind of slightly down the road so he doesn't come in as much anymore anyway the old manager used to be called liam and on the group chat on saturday someone just said liam's in and i just was like assumed it was the old manager um, and then my boss texted me the next day being like, had a lock-in with LG last oh. night. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, you heard on the, on the group. And I was like, I thought it was Liam, the old manager. Oh. And he was like, no. He was like, he was in here having a chat, like buying everyone drinks. I was like, oh, oh my God, I hate my no. life. <laughs> I would be so intimidated. I would, I would, I, that would be where like, uh, I, I would freak out. I think I would have to leave. 
I mean, I was in there when he was in there once when I was just having a drink in there and like the presence was, it was just like, you just knew it was him even before you'd like seen his face. What did he do? Is he just yeah. walking in and knocking people over with his big arms? <laughs> it was just, it was genuinely like that because the pub's so small. It was just like- Yeah, right, mate. Stella. The, yeah. He, yeah, he drinks Guinness and gin and sonic. Oh, oh, at the same time. What a legend. Probably, yeah. 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 I, I would imagine. I had a mate, I think, who said he saw him on like Hampstead Heath and he's still wearing like uh, his Parker jacket, but we Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing that when I saw him in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he runs on Hampstead Heath every day. <laughs> but my mate said that he saw him like on Hampstead Heath, like coming over a hill. And he like, my mate was at the bottom of the hill and he was like, <laughs> you tell it was him. And he was just like, it was so intimidating. It was like watching, it was like that scene in like sort of Braveheart where they all kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the top of a hill and their silhouettes are just massive. I can fully imagine yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love oh, to meet him. Just like something out train spotting. Yeah. Part of me wants like another family member or their mum to just get him and get the other one going. Look, you're, 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 you're shit at doing this separately. Noel's flying, yeah. flying birds, the dog shit. Liam. Yeah, no one's listened to anything apart from Holy Mountain yeah. or whatever it's called. Smash them together, the rest... get back. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So would, I think that would be the first thing that I, if they ever, oh God, could you imagine the rush to buy tickets to that gig? Well, here's, here's my, I, I don't like outdoor gigs. So like the prospect of going to Glastonbury, not interested. No thanks. Yeah. No, no. Mu good music, intimate room, roof. You need a roof to do music. Otherwise yeah. I'm not interested. You want a so, silent. That's a good point. I saw ACDC in a bit. It was like my first gig ever. My dad took me to see ACDs. Uh, my dad was in bands, so I guess my dad was my first gig ever. But then he got tickets backstage and all that shit. So ACDC, at what? eight years old, so I totally it was wasted on me. Yeah. But if I could, if I knew later on what I'd seen, but I just uh, the prospect of seeing anything in a big outdoor venue, <laughs> nah. With ACDC, but Liam, but Liam and get uh, Liam and Oasis getting back together and that live at the main road set, I would, Aww. I'd give anything to be there. Alex, you would have probably been offered but missed it. <laughs> so I'm guessing yeah. from, from your back cat. <laughs> it sounds like Ooh. that's the first thing that in a series of events that have led to where you are now in a pillow oh. talking to in a bed talking to us two idiots yeah <laughs> no i uh I, I went to the their third last ever gig it was in heaton park oh. um in 2009 Tell me a bit. yeah Tell me i a bit. think i saw it was amazing uh, kasabian were better do you know really? i don't want to say that but they were on the day yeah. on the day i think i saw them like just before they finished it was at benny kasim and they they all i remember is that like, it's the only time it's incredible to think he he, he Liam managed to sweat through a Parker jacket. So actually like you know, <laughs> thousands of people in this crate. And I'm like thousands of people back and you can still clearly see the sweat just running down. It's yeah. Like, amazing though, legend. But yeah. It was mad. It was one of those moments where like, so I went to see them. Yeah, you know, I just finished university. I went like the week after I graduated. I went to Manchester to watch the Champions League final because United were in it. And then I stayed for Oasis in Heaton Park and then I went on holiday the next day and I was like, the world is for the taking. And then there was the credit crunch. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but then, yeah, so then I came back and about a month later, I was walking down the street in Leeds at like 2 a.m. on my way back from a club or a bar or whatever. And this guy just stopped me and my boyfriend at the time and just went, Oasis have split up. And it was like word of mouth on the street <laughs> in the North. Yeah. And we were like, what? And he was like, yeah. I can't believe it. And I was like, that's mad, really. And then like, we didn't have smartphones. Like, I sound like I'm a million years old, but I think it was probably the year I got an iPhone, but you, you wouldn't go on the internet no. on your phone. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not if you're a um, student as well. Yeah, absolutely. yeah exactly. So iPhones had come out, I think just, but so yeah, the next day it was all over the news and we were like, oh my God, I can't believe we found out. Have you like, heard it from our head? Our head said, said yeah, Oasis. Yeah, yeah. You fuck off. You fuck it. No way. Yeah. Our head said, no, yeah. get Julie on phone. Nah, get Julie on phone. She it's mad. It was like, you know, the, somebody had been assassinated, but actually in Leeds that counted for like Oasis have split up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like a death. What, um, so out of all the kind of the 90s bands and the, the the Britpop era, what would you say is like the defining song, like your favourite as well? Well, my favourite and the defining are probably quite different because my my favourite Oasis songs are probably Slide Away and Columbia. Oh, oh. yes. Slide Away is my favourite. Slide Away. Slide Away is, is, Slide away is, my, is my number one and Columbia is just like a bit more of a like guttural, yeah. you know. 
banger. Um, and uh, but I'd say the defining song might even be. I mean, either either Stone Roses. Um, uh, oh, which one? I don't even know which Stone Roses one I would pick. But of, of Oasis, if there was going to be a defining one, it's probably got to be Champagne Super yeah. Over, really, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't like the ones that have been overplayed, like Don't Look Back in Anger and stuff. Don't get me wrong, I like them as a song. But I know what you mean. When you hear Wonderwall It's now, just... Mm. Oh, I can't listen yeah. to, oh, I can't listen to it, honestly. It's my, it's my least favourite, probably. I know, yeah, same. I, yeah, just, it's just... Because it's just too... Bastardised like, by too many people who can't play guitar learning that as their I, yeah, it, it, I was about to say there's too many boys at house parties that try and <laughs> play it. Um, right, so we've only got like about 10 minutes left. So um, Alex, what would you say, like, what would you recommend to people? Like what if you had a list of things that you would say people should be well, vacuum forever, what are they going to be watching or listening or reading to? I'm get. I mean, this is a, like, I'm going to sound like I'm plugging my mate here, but I sort of am. But, um, <laughs> Go for it. If you're, to, if you're talking about, re- well, I'm actually reading a great book at the moment called Luster, Ooh. which is Ooh. which came out not that long ago. And it's um it's a very saucy story. Is it one of them filthy um, books, is it? Oh. It's bit a bit of, filthy. Bit of Bloom and Miller. Bit, bit, of, bit of blue foot dance. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, and it's, but it's great. It's, it, it only, it's won quite a lot of awards, I think, but it came out quite recently, but it's really funny as well. Oh, really? Like, it's basically about this um, young black girl in New York who has an, a sort of allowed affair, like is with a middle-aged white guy, mm. uh, and they, him and his wife have got an open marriage-ish. She, the wife knows basically, mm. um, and then it turns out they've got an adopted black daughter, and it's all about like it's very, it's a lot of sex in it, but it's also about like that kind of weird like that weird dyna- that weird like racial dynamic. Yeah. Thing. Very very good. Would recommend. Yeah. Um, but also my friend Caroline O'Donoghue writes great books. I've just read her most recent one, which isn't for everybody, I don't think, because it's a bit, um, I'm not going to say it's a bit Harry Pottery because it's not, but what I mean is it's like, it's a bit kind of young adult. It's about tarot and witchiness, um, which I wouldn't usually read, but it was nice to read a book that wasn't, um, you know, that I've read about in a magazine that's like, this will really make you think. Those yeah. are just, those are the books where like, you just... You're just sad after you read them. Like, yes. sure, they're incredibly like erudite yeah. and intelligent and like all of this, but you're just sat there being like, "Fucking hell!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love anything to do with tarot. I accidentally once bought. I woke up. I was really drunk one day, one evening, and I like yeah. woke up and like freaked out because the night before we, me and my housemates had like destroyed our sofa, and then I'd woken up the next morning and seen I had all these like bank um, emails from my bank, basically saying, "Did you? Did you?" Um, do this massive transaction did you do this massive transaction? yeah yeah yeah. and then i looked at my wallet i looked at my thing expecting that i've just bought like a fucking grand worth of a sofa but i'd actually paid for like five or six times for tarot co- learning cards on like <laughs> group one like courses about oh my god you should so i still have them like on on my email somewhere so i'm i'm gonna start well get those tarot out. <laughs> like, honestly you'll have a lovely time Fuck the tv work i'm going into tarot yeah exactly it's called all our hidden gifts and it's very good it's about a girl who discovers that she's like she might have some powers with with tarot um but yeah it's really it's really cool i love that and um but every yeah every time i read a sort of important book i then afterwards read like a john niven just so that i can be like <laughs> oh it's some guy railing coke oh. and shagging birds and like being a complete cunt <laughs> today i finished reading uh, or listening to uh, the fuck it list have you listened to that have you watched the list uh, read that one yet no what's that is that john niven? john niven yeah and it's basically where some guy gets told that he's got like incurable cancer and it's set oh, a little right, bit yeah. in the future. Oh, I don't know that and one. And I think it yeah. came out like 2017, 2018. So kind of recent. Yeah, and he basically, um, it's set in the future where Trump has been elected, or Iv- Ivanka Trump, no, Ivana Trump is now the president. Oh, even the thought I of know. that. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> and he, this guy is just like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm on my way out anyway. So I'm just going to take out all the assholes who have ever wronged me. And, and it goes on and on and on. And he is heading towards Ex- Mar-a-Lago, basically. That is the honestly the perfect palate cleanser after you've, after you've read something about like you know class inequality in <laughs> 1960s America where you're like oh yeah okay I've learned the lesson there but I just want to read yeah I fin- something exactly I like finished that. reading Hiroshima under Matt Hudson's recommendation uh, oh. if you've not seen if you've not uh-huh. seen it, where is it John Hershey so it's about like 
three three different people that the bombs hit but survived but then straight afterwards that sent me in a bit of a sad spiral about reading yeah. books so i've been i've read that i've just finished this today and it's like the time waster letters oh that's sound yeah that, that's the exact kind of dichotomy by, you want, by isn't robin it? cooper the the time wasters uh, letters it's very like uh if you love joel domit which i sorry joel lycett which i do it's oh you know, when he does, i love uh, it that transactions oh, is it like that? It's, very, it's, it's yeah. like that but with original correspondence but like someone from the 80s doing it so it's like this hoover does not work it's unsatisfactory <laughs> penis did not fit send there and then it's their their <laughs> response coming back it's 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 really really funny oh good i feel like i would enjoy yeah. that time Lovely wasters letters yeah i would definitely enjoy that that's what i would recommend i did because in if i was going to mention something specific i may as well say it now i, I was thinking about when you guys said like you know, if there's a specific film or whatever. My favourite film is Billy Elliot. Oh, yes. Oh, we've reviewed this. Yeah. We've reviewed yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Have you? That's why I didn't do it because a lot of people do it. But then one of my favourite films, and I re-watched the best bits today because it wasn't on like Netflix or Amazon or anything, is The Full Monty. And oh, we've reviewed cannot... this. Yes. Have you? We have were... the same mind, Alex, unfortunately. Both... Mental as well. Yeah, these were both oh. lose picks. <laughs> tell, me what you... oh, really? tell, tell me what you think about East is East. I haven't seen East is East. Oh, you're shit. E- you're, e- you're evening you're evening sorted. It's my favorite film. Say, yeah. Hang your hat. You're, you're e- your, okay, your, I'm doing your it. evening is sorted. Yeah. You're in the vacuum now. Do you know what? Because I'm honestly, because I'm in isolation, I was like, what should I watch tonight? And that is what I'm gonna oh, watch. Let me know if you like, let us know if you like it or tweet if you like it, maybe. Or... I mean, it sounds like I will because it sounds like we are the same person. And in fact, I was going to wear that t-shirt tonight. I'm not even joking. <laughs> But I thought if I put my workout stuff on, it'll make me do some yoga in my room rather than being a potato for five hours. <laughs> That's Caroline's method. That was my look, Caroline McAvoy, lovely, lovely Caroline. She can hear me through the door. She. Uh, oh, I do yoga with Caroline. Yeah, she's. Are you, are you doing it? Are you supposed to be doing it right now? I'm doing it. Now. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> All I hear sometimes because we share a wall is Caroline's feet just like twatting against the floor <laughs> and it really worries me because it and then afterwards she shows me her toes and they're all like black and blue and i'm like oh sweet caroline you're probably doing it wrong <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think yoga's supposed to supposed to make that happen. so yeah your your toes aren't like that so it is an anomaly with caroline so i know hannah's it's an anomaly i mean my feet are horrific oh, okay. and very sort of um claw-like i would say but they're not black and blue they are human color <sighs> Well, they are blue because I've got Scottish parents, but they're a, a human blue. <laughs> well, Caroline asked a human blue. another thing that Caroline asked me today. She's like, Lou, should I? Do you think someone would do like an OnlyFans for my feet? <laughs> <laughs> be like, probably. Very, very specific. Yeah, yes. probably, yeah. You'd get a niche market. I wouldn't put my face in it. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. Of course you wouldn't. I bet you, I bet you can make quite a lot of money on a on, uh, foot fetish. Yeah, but that. it's another little feather on the admin tree, isn't it? Fuck that. I've, yeah. You're so right. I know I was going to sell my socks in lockdown when I lost all my work. So I was like, even knickers, I know it's anonymous. That's such a sad, bleak, that's such a <laughs> so, bleak sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, it's so bleak, but the, the point was I didn't do it. But the, the other thing was, everyone was like, it's so easy. Who cares if somebody wants your How socks? How much could you like, sell a sock for? Well, apparently you could like, I don't, it depends, I think. Apparently the longer you wear them for, the more they'll pay. <laughs> In fact, I did a show at the start of lockdown um, for this like American app thing where I was trying to interview people that did, you know, jobs you would never usually hear from, like drug dealers and stuff like that. I never got a drug dealer, but um, I interviewed this girl that does, and it has an OnlyFans. Um, and I said, what's the weirdest, I said, I don't want to use the word weird, mm. but like, you know, what's the kind of strangest request that you've ever had? And she was like, oh, I get loads of really one-off strange ones, but one that's kind of odd that I get semi-regularly is for me to fart in some Tupperware and send it through the post. (laughs) And it's, so it's a fart, so you can buy a fart. This is where we are. People have have kind of skipped eight chapters in sex while I was asleep. (laughs) And now farting in a box makes somebody come. Mm. Like what the fuck is going on? I just want to be held. Three or four years, three three odd years ago, I was on a a date with a girl and and she was, a dominatrix yeah and then i asked so if you if you're comfortable talking about it she's like yeah totally yeah and she did it in new york to help pay for school at uni oh right yeah i was like what's the most common thing she and she's like men want shit 
like men will men will come you shit in a tupperware box and then they leave and it <laughs> yeah, so... so now it's covid safe because you're doing it you know yeah it's true from, it's like delivery from, from and i'm i'm there thinking i'm like part of the pioneering movement with some light choking and here are here people are shitting in a tupperware box <laughs> i feel like only fans is an untapped sort of weird kind of like television network gosh we're not doing it stop bringing it up in hey, look, guys, we're not doing <laughs> it as well as a conversation this is always also an ideas meeting all right yeah Oh my god. We're in gosh. a thought zone. We're in a thought zone. Absolutely insane. But I think that's a nice way of capping everything off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> farting in a box. So Alex, um, <laughs> is there any, like, do you want to plug anything that you're up to, re- like, coming up? Any gigs where people can see you or? Um, just come come down any Monday to, in fact, Lou, I need to have you on. What? Um, come down any Monday to Alex versus Men at Vauxhall Comedy. What, Club. What's the format? Because it worries me. Because from, I've never <laughs> done it. So from the, from the online you know the artwork it's like oh yeah it, fight? It's, i don't understand <laughs> no it's just it's just basically a gimmick where i have a guest host every week i host the first half they host the second half they are for want of a better word teams of comedians all it is is a normal gig and then you just cheer for the, the audience just cheers for what team they love at oh, the end good. it's just a gimmick because it's a monday which we don't even really need anymore because it's now doing it's doing quite really well because well, i was there the other week and uh yeah and it's um so it's don't worry it's not uh it's not a fight it's just it's a nice <laughs> oh, I'm not, with, I'm, oh have... I'm not doing it then i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah. i'll come in yeah, i'd love to yeah, and it's it's fun. So yeah, just come come down any Monday. That's all I'll plug, and you can follow me in all the usual places. If you've got a link as well to your friend's book, we can put that on. Yeah, there. definitely. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah, she's written two other ones that are um proper proper adult ones that are very that are equally as good, if not. No, actually. Yeah, my favourite one was the middle one. I've gone off on a tangent there, but yes. <laughs> lovely. But yeah, I will. Thank you very much. And thanks for having me on. This has been lovely. It's been nice to chat to someone now. I'm stuck in my house. <laughs> Alex Addo there. Um, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I, I think I prefer the, uh, the whole guest What thing. a chat. What a chat. What a Definitely. chat. Definitely. What a chat. What a, uh, what a great lady. What a, yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Great, great choices. And uh, we, I think we all have something in common there, which is brilliant. Um, right. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Cultural Vacuums, Guy. Um, if you would like to get in touch, please do. Hello at The Cultural Vacuums or drop us a line on the socials or anything like that, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and also, please do give us a review on um, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We, we would very warmly appreciate them. Um, but Lou, before we finish completely, um, well, neither of us got a Greg's this week. But to make up for it, mm. you have now signed our next guest for next week. Let the people know who it is. Coming up next week, we have the amazing Esther Manito. We'll be back next week with Esther Manito. Bye, guys. Bye. Wonderbar. <laughs> <laughs>